Talking naturally, <laughs> said the cat. Yeah, so I don't know why, but I tried to use that for a while. I got it was probably sixteen or seventeen. I wonder where you heard it first. I think it was like a goth chick. But like what I was sounds good. Him, join, I would use it too then. Join Patreon if you want to know what Anderson used to try it's to not make. True, you don't try to, to make a phrase, but it didn't work out. Join Patreon to hear this. Uh, I will tell nope, you right you now. Do. But no, don't. Mike and I. I'm gonna edit it out. Tyler. I'm gonna bleep it. <laughs> 
Hey, we're doing more terms for the Patreoners uh, this afternoon, right? Or I, I, yeah, this, oh, I didn't know we were. Shit. This afternoon. Well, you have a boatload, right? Okay. So I'll yeah, we'll, to, we'll, we'll be have up to dig deep some. into the recessed monkeys of my brain, man. I, Pull I that know. stuff out. How many we'll get through? But uh, like, I think I got through like a thousand yard stare last time, and mm-hmm. uh, and this has just been crumpled up in my car ever since. Sometimes I have like the five foot stare. Five o, I, I got just, to you know like no holds barred. My toe or something. No holds barred, right? We I believe so. That, we got that one, yeah. History of the pun. Oh yeah, that's mm. where we left off. Mm. And, and Tyler, you got some right? Podcast. Hopefully in my notes. In your nose. Notes from the last time. I got a weird story. Wait, let's talk. Okay. Wait, are we doing that first? No, we're doing that. I'm just, I'm just giving people uh, uh, okay. people that don't do Patreon. That's what you'll be missing. You'll be missing that. Uh, Nimrod. Figured out what Nimrod. Do we ever do Nimrod? The, that's from the Bible. Did I already do that? Is it really from the Bible? I thought no, it was there's way like more to it than that. Album. I'm sure there's more to it. Bloody. Wasn't that the name of a band or was that a song? Mm-hmm. Probably both. Three Sheets to the Wind. The Nimrods. Hell in is a it hand the same basket? thing as calling someone a dullard or milk toast? Kind of. Hell in a handbasket? Yeah. Yeah, these are, these are all things. These are all things that we'll be talking about as Hands well as in the hell basket sounds way worse and cool. the tie tie. And Michael, what, what's your story there, Mikey? I don't know if it's a good story because I think people might get the wrong impression. Hey, welcome to After Disaster. I'm Anderson. There's Mike Carano to my right sitting on a chair. There's Tie Tie to my left sitting on the couch that I, too, am sitting on that is placed uh, against the, uh, the the back window in Mike Carano's uh, apartment uh, in his living room. On a, a brown carpet. Brown mm, carpet. White uh, walls. I with put the smallest coffee table you've ever seen. are new. Ceiling. Curtains are new, aren't they? I bought. Uh, Look at that, Mike's I all did, like. I didn't buy enough. I bought the brown curtains and they didn't fit, so I ordered more and I ordered red the second time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it works. It works. I like it. Maybe we'll take a picture in front of it. All right. Definitely feels like maybe some swinging happens. <laughs> it it <laughs> doesn't. On, on, yeah. On this couch, I do love those sling box uh, yeah. ads. Very funny. That's Very where I want to do my swinging on Holy that sling. couch. There's a bed forty feet away. How many times have you masturbated on this couch Never. That we're, we're sitting on? Never. Are you sure? Oh. I promise you, so, I've almost never sat on it. Okay, so I've got good. more than you. What? Mm-hmm. When did you do that? When when Mike and I went to the bathroom last week together? No, you ever see how, look how I'm holding this pillow. Okay, you do mm. it on the show yeah. is what you're saying? That's yep. com- comforting. Mike, what's your story? Comforting. Uh, I went to get a massage today. Mm. Oh, boy. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm, telling, I'm telling this story exactly as it happened. Honest to God truth. There's no hidden hidden secrets that were in there. I walked in, said, do you have time for a massage? She said, yes, how long? I said, one hour, I paid her. And then I leaned in and said, just a massage, mm-hmm. nothing extra. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those places where, it's, right to, it's on my street, it's right down the street. Oh, is and it the sub, the sub shop? And she just stared at me like, huh? Sub shop. And I don't know if she un- understood a lot of English. <laughs> it's and then I said it again, he always tries to get us to when go. we got in the room, I was like, just a massage, nothing else. Because right. they always uh, offer Mm-hmm. And it that's freaks, why you go to my place where it's a group room. Me. I tried to go to the place on Ventura, the nice place, but you go to a place where it's a group room. So, every so no time I go down there, yeah. no shenanigans can happen. Okay, so I go in there. She's giving me a massage. It's, it's fine. That's exactly what I wanted. Elbows deep in my rib cage, or in my, the, my back, behind mm-hmm. my shoulder blades. Well, that's where all the, the knots are. The idea of a massage. Yeah, she's cranking on me, and that's perfect. So another woman comes in. They start having a conversation Ugh. in a foreign language right. that I don't understand. That's where you need a, a sexy, a sexy sounding. Was it no, French? no, no. It was very serious, but they're very soft about it. Oh. And then the second woman hears where it gets good. Mm. The second woman, the conversation is clearly going to go on. Was it Frank? Is it Frank Costanza, George's dad? Mister Costanza is probably like he's from Vietnam. He, yeah, he yeah, spent a lot of time yeah, in Vietnam yeah, in, the, yeah. in the war. Sorry, I think he, it's Frank. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Frank. It's where you need Frank. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, where you need Frank uh, Costanza. 
listening in to the nail ladies. Could have been. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he could decipher what was going down, even though I got a beat on it. Uh-huh. So they're talking, and then the second woman starts massaging me too. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking best. Yeah, it's, not it's bad. literally twice as like good. We're having a little meeting, and she might as well just you know yeah. do her job. And I was like, that. this Wait, is you're the getting best. Two for one. Yeah, yeah. This is the best thing ever. That went on for like five minutes or more, and then she left and came back. And she goes, I'm sorry, can you tell me how to pronounce this word? And brought back a stick it, like a sticky piece of the, one of those yellow post things. It, yes, a post, post it, it yeah. yeah. Stick it. And I'm like, um, off calendar, off calendar. She's like, off calendar. And I'm like, off calendar. That's the name because it said call, blah, blah, blah. And I'm reading it over and over and over. And this was going on for like a minute. And finally I went, oh, Officer Allinger. <laughs> and she's like, okay, how do you say it? And I'm like, Allinger, not off Callinger, which I thought it said. <laughs> so she splits and had to go call a copper. And I'm laying there going, oh no, what's, am, I, uh, am I here at the wrong time? What's happening? Thank God I have my underwear on. Wait, first of all, the two, okay, my, the important part of the story is two people massaging you at the same time. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's literally twice as good. Like, it's not kind of better. It's so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if that's a thing they offer. It is. Or you have to pay twice as much. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's too much. Well, you got to go to three. One person on the, on the calves, one person on the lower back, one person on the shoulders. There's Woo! one place that I tried out in the valley years and years ago, and that was like the, her sales pitch was like, you want two? I'm like, no, I just want one So massage. it's 50 bucks an hour, and uh, hey, how much do you tip? Because I gave her 25. Is that too much or too little? or 25 on a 50? Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Like my place is 20 bucks an hour, which is super cheap. I always tip that 20. That is dirt 20 cheap. an hour? Yeah, it's 20 an hour. What? That is so not worth anyone's time to give someone a massage for $20 an hour. Is there a hour. person next to you and yeah. they're they're doing one hand on you and no, one hand no. on the other person? You get your own guy or <laughs> girl. Right, this is where the jostling happened. This is where oh, like, uh, the jo- he had to move the package out of the way. 1999 or 1995 an hour, yeah. That is unbelievably inexpensive. I know, and they're good. They're really good. That's crazy. And it's a group so room. So it's a group room, yeah. and there's, but you're in your underwear? Sometimes you see a little side boob. Yeah. Mm. Are, but are you naked? No. no yeah, because I don't like I that. I my shorts on. I don't like that. I even got a belt. Yeah. Do you see the, the man who's massaging you? you Do they use oil? Boob? No, I don't see his side boob. Tie tie. You see other customers' side boobs? Try not to look though. You want to see rude. my side boob? Doesn't sound like that. He's very <laughs> eloquent. It's an eloquent man. You're trying. You're, you're sneaking peeks. <laughs> I feel bad that I'm accusing. Why? You can't help it. I feel bad that I'm accusing these people of being a sex shop because well, every massage they are, especially if they got off a calandra. But every on. every so, every massage I've had there has been a really good massage. Uh-huh. Dude, does it concern you though when you when you stop and think mid massage? How many penises has this woman's hands touched today? And now they're all over well, me. Well, it does now. It does now. You should say, "I want a massage only, no hands, just how, your elbows." How yeah, just, just, the, just the elbows? She uses her elbows probably seventy oh, percent of the time. Yeah. Got to keep those hands supple for the other. Where did the, the happy ending thing with massages like? When did that become Annoying. the thing? I I totally get it because it's a very sensual thing. There's a person rubbing your body. There's no way you're not going to think I about think sex it was at some point. Maybe invented massage was like invented with that incorporated in it because it's all about relaxing. And yeah, you get yeah. the full relax and release. Yeah, with the uh, the final tug there. You know what the worst but, part about uh, this we're whole a pure tenation, Tyler. Yeah. The, the 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 only downside of this massage was the music playing in the background. What was it? Like Elvis? We are the world. Was that playing? Mm-hmm. That's not the right stuff. They got to have like we uh, are the children. Like 
like nondescript Asian. No, it doesn't have to sound like. No, no. He's not doing voices. He's doing the instruments. Ty Ty, how was the World Series, buddy? You got to see two games. Speaking of two and one. Did your butt yeah, get tired? Speaking of two for one, yes. did your butt I, I was, get tired? I was at the longest seat. The I was longest at the World only, Series ever. The only good game to go to for a right. Dodger fan mm-hmm. for sure. uh, of the entire series. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was wild. It was the wild best thing. and also the worst baseball game I've ever been to. Was there was ever like, a point where you thought about leaving? No, no. I, I stay at. I'll be in like the thirteenth inning game at a in July. Like I just I stay until he's like a real. Did people split? People behind home plate did. It was very full when the game was over. It was still I would say probably thirty thousand. What time was it? We're still there at least twelve thirty when it ended. Wow, thirty back. Game started at five. Wow, (laughs) seven and a half hours of bullshit baseball Mm -hmm. of one run. How Uh, many times did you get up to pee? You think I peed twice? Holy shit! When did it cut off the beer? The seventh inning. <laughs> even even Were there riots? Oh, my God. Well, because they don't know it's going to go to extra, so they always cut it off after the seventh they inning. They can't restart it? No. Jesus And all Christ. the, co- all the uh, all vendors. vendors were closed down. Were there was like one pizza? place that was still open, and they ran out of Dodger Dogs and, and everything. And I didn't eat. Me and my dad got tacos at three and then walked into the stadium, and we didn't eat the rest of the time. We're like, yeah, we'll get dinner later. Nope. <laughs> we'll be out of here by nine. Got home at two a.m. Can you order like post-its? Did you go eat after post-its? the after the game? Is that why you got home at two? Grub up. No, because we got out of the stadium at twelve thirty. Took forty-five minutes to get down to the Gold Line Station. Did you Were see people any giant fans getting stabbed in the parking lot? No, no, because everyone had to sober up in the stadium. And also, and besides, they played the Red we were Sox. There for eighteen innings, but still, it's kind of like a tradition to, to stab giant. Fans. Oh, like that guy that was the ambulance driver that got. Yeah. Beat up and put I shouldn't be coma. making light of, of nope. someone no, you having their life altered. No, and you shouldn't. wasn't making light. I was just speaking truth that that's what the Dodger fans do. Um, well, speaking of which. Old school Dodger fans do that. The new ones. Like the homies. Which, you know, no, the, the, you, you go to a Dodger game. There's a lot of fans there that pronounce it Doyers. Like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of like homies. And, I'm and aware it's, of that. It's a thing. And you see the tattoos. Uh, I was watching the games, uh, World Series games. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any. Oh, I was saying. Uh, Mexicans. They were all around me. They're really? there. I saw a, 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 just a sea of just, white people. Just because they're not wearing a sombrero doesn't mean there's not. Oh, yeah. I was looking yeah. for sombrero. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. fair. Probably your first No, no, no. I uh, was a very those, white audience. I was looking for people wearing those vests with bullets very, in them. Very white, white audience crowd. in the part where they show. Did you see any the, cool celebrities? lower level seats that are like $3,000. Matt Damon and Jimmy Kimmel were there both wearing hilarious shirts that said I'm with stupid with uh, arrows pointing to one another. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very funny. No, I did not see celebrities. Ben Affleck was on the other side of K- Kimmel. And a very confused-looking old man was sitting next to him. <laughs> there was one man uh, who just kept yelling, "Get up, you fucking pussy!" Really? Like that one guy that kept falling over. What one guy? That Eduardo kept Nunez, over? the third baseman for the Red Sox. Uh, Why did he keep falling over? <laughs> In he one, tired. He fell over with Passed a ball rolled under his legs, and the, oh, one, I missed that. the I catcher that. tried to pick it up, knocked him over, and then the very next pitch, he hit a ground ball, ran to first, and like tripped at first base. In, any kids there? Yeah, there's a three-year-old there that was there the entire they game. They spent thousands of dollars for a ticket for a three-year-old. I don't think you have to pay Kids for under three are free. Yeah. Hmm. So All right. he was under three. Well, we apologize for your loss. But how much fun was it fun. that you were at that big record setting with your dad? It was great. The Super uh, long game. The 14th inning rolled around, middle of the 14th, and uh, the announcer was very excited to come on the speakers and say, Ladies and gentlemen, oh, really? 
It's time for the 14th <laughs> inning stretch. And everyone at the stadium lost their damn world. Like, Whoa! So we did the, the fucking take that to the ball People game are again. People so fucking simple, aren't they? And, and yeah, then, but it's great, though. It's, and, it's great. Like an inning and a half later. Would they have done a 21st inning stretch, too? I'm sure I, they would have. Well, we got to the 18th inning. I was like, well, we could just fuck this up for three more innings and we could find out. <laughs> at this point, who gives a shit? Uh, the biggest nerd I've ever seen play for a baseball team uh, hit the home run, the walk-off. He looks so nerdy. Max Muncy is, looks yeah. nerdy. Yeah, very nerdy. He, look, he looks like more nerdy than Kent Tacolve. Oh, like, okay, I take it back. Yeah, Kent Tacolve is number one. He's but no, he, like a little he looks chubby like a, boy. Like a He's nervous like a, little chubby. Like can't even grow a beard proper. Who's He's the just, guy from the uh, Arizona team? Randy Johnson. He was kind of a nerd. Mm. Mm. Pitchers. Uh, this is a non-pitcher. Mm. He looked it. very nervous. He looked yeah. like he played for the Bad News Bears back in the day. Oh, uh, what's his elevated with, uh, right to the highest Buster levels. Posey is very nerdy looking catcher is. for the Giants. Is he related to Parker? No. Jillian was very uh, upset. I want nothing she, to do with him then. She saw that it was like, uh, I think it was like 14th inning or something. She's like, why do, why do they just go home? Why do, why do, why do they care? I'm like, because mm-hmm. people care. That is uh, an interesting comment based on <laughs> That's like saying why 3,000 arguments still about not the- going home. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, talking. starting with it's their job. The uh, speaking of dumb next, things, there's a sold out stadium full of people that paid to see the game. Lots of money. After that, there's a lot at stake. What were you saying, Ted? Speaking of the simple things that people were cheer for, we also the stadium went crazy when it hit twelve, and they took all the things off the scoreboard and just showed twelve o'clock, <laughs> and everyone was like, Woo! I, "I'd like to see behind the scenes of what they were planning for the scoreboard when it got on when it went on and on and on." Well, okay, so. I've been to a fair amount of Dodger games, and mm-hmm. they usually cycle through kind of the same videos to get yeah. them pumped up. Yeah, they ran out. They were digging through Let's some shit I've never Let's seen go. that they put on the screen. These like random like player specific videos. Uh, it was very. Uh, how how excited were you with the home run as opposed to just relieved that you could leave? Uh, it like, was. I, it was a weird thing because there'd been a couple home runs where you're like, oh, that's gone, and you could like celebrate. Like Max Muncy earlier in the yeah, game I saw that had one. hit that one right down, and we Just we were on good. that foul line view, so we could see it the whole time. We're like, oh, it's not going to stay fair. And then, you know, it barely went foul. The one that he hit out, it was just like, it was just lingering up in the air, and we were just like, the whole stadium was just like, <sighs> like breath in, breath in, breath in, and then it that's finally fantastic. went over, and we just went can you, Bonkers. as a baseball fan, tell when it's a home run, or do you use the crowd as the judge? Because I've been to many baseball games, not many, but I've been to professional baseball games, and when it's a home run, the only way I know it's going out is because the crowd does what you said. I can <gasps> I can usually tell. There was probably about there was probably about five to, to ten hits in that game where I went uh uh-uh, uh, and everyone yeah. around me went uh-uh, yeah. Most like no. Like the majority of people at the games, I think every pop flies like a home run. I just use the crowd. The crowd's reaction. It also as depends a where you're sitting. Like, it really if you're in the top deck, you can't. Yeah, you can't everything tell. looks like a home yeah. run. <laughs> but if you're like sitting right behind the uh, the pitcher, I mean, right behind home plate, uh, it's it's pretty easy to gauge. Or if you're on the sides, you can get that like side angle. You can kind of tell if it's too high or whatever. But my dad and I would go to like two, three games tops a year, so he would always dig deep and 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 get like really good seats for when the Pirates came out here because mm-hmm. it was very uh, seldom that we got to go. So we usually sit uh, close behind the home plate, which is great. You could actually see the movement on the balls. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, I but sat, there was a net in front of you. I so. sat in those seats one time and I was blown away by how much better it is than anywhere else. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Like, like it's, un- it's a whole different perspective yeah. on the game. It's you know what so else makes a huge exciting. difference is if you go in the daytime and you're a chubby little kid and they get, they're giving away vinyl uh, Dodger jackets that day and you decide to wear it in your seat 1 p.m. 
in the middle of summer. Yeah, it's that like was a fat a, suit. It was awful. I was like sliding, was, sliding off my seat. People did not come prepared for the fact that they would be there till midnight and yeah. that it might get cold. Pillows. <laughs> so oh, there, I there bet. Was a family next to us that were just huddling under their rally towels, which are I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two feet by one foot. <laughs> like it's not a big piece Put of it on cloth. Your head probably. Is little the best kids thing to just do had on their legs. Like that is sad. As I was wearing my. I sweater. thought for sure you guys were going to win yesterday, and then they they'd, they'd lose in Boston game six. That's what I was anticipating. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry. To see when they lost, lose the four. When they lost the run when lead. they lost game four, when they were leading four zero into the seventh inning yeah. on on Saturday, I was like, it's over. I just knew it was over. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to come yeah, back. The four, the four run. If it had gone, if the series had gone two two, it would be a whole completely new series. But they were terrible, so they deserved to lose. Last year it was heartbreaking. This year I did not have high hopes. And the fact that we've made it the World hopes. Series, I was like, what? it's pretty weird that uh, I live in Los Angeles and I had no idea the Dodgers were in the World Series until you said mm. you got a ticket for the game. Mm. <laughs> that is weird, isn't it? It seems like that would be something I know of. You know what yesterday was also? Mm. Besides uh, the last Dodger game of the season, what's that? It was also one of the rarest occasions oh, that yeah, ever yeah. happens sports, in sports, sports in Los equinox. Angeles. Yeah, the sports equinox where every team is playing yeah. in town. Home game, everybody. Yep. Mm. Lakers too. Clippers. Mm-hmm. Clippers too? Kings, Clippers, really? Lakers, Rams. Wait, don't the Lakers and Dodgers. Clippers play at the same place as the, as the Kings? How does this work? This is not true. I don't every don't team, know. Every, uh, yeah, I don't stables. know where they played then because every team was in town yesterday. Maybe the, maybe the Clippers played in the day and the Lakers played at night. Mm-hmm. I'm bored with that story. But when did the Kings play? And where? Wait Real quick. You know what? Maybe they That's were a good question. Maybe now. it was just they were all playing. Maybe they weren't all at home. I can almost guarantee no, they were all at home. No, they weren't. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that's possible. Can we get off this? No. Dan, this in is Canada, where we need to get to the bottom too. Our apologies Fuck for you Dan. having to pay a COD for a thumb drive that you had already received because many of you are getting double up of thumb drives. A COD? The system uh, d- doesn't work, but I paid uh, whatever it says. It should have said on the thing from stamps.com at least nine seventy five, and it's that was I, I put in all the information, printed it out, came out of the, the stamps.com, and then service. he gets it. They give him a little notice, and he thought it was something else. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll pay fifteen bucks on top of the nine dollars, twenty six dollars to uh, send a one ounce thumb drive." Really, really, it's that, it's that socialism. All right, I have, when Mike gets back, I have one of my funniest stories that involves Mike Carano uh, that I've ever had to tell, and I'm so excited to tell it, to the point that I'm excited that we're doing the show early this week, mm. uh, because I've been uh, Don't tell him what's early. chomping at the to, bit to tell to make, this. Oh, chomping at the bit. To tell the story. I know what it means, so I didn't write it down, because mm. chomping at the bit is the horse chomping at the bit trying to get out of the stable. Yeah, but maybe it's something else. It involves his picture, Ty Ty. Picture that I'm holding in my hand. It's a hand-drawn picture of a uh, a young, a young-looking man. Looks with a like a character elbow. from Phineas and Ferb. For any of you folks who are familiar with Phineas and Ferb, it's yes, kind of that kind of vibe. Got a little tuft of hair on the top. It's mm-hmm. uh, colored in. You could tell some young big, chap. Big teeth. Spend some time drawing this. Tell you how I came into uh, ownership of this here photo or uh, piece of art. Once Mike gets back from his very long pee. So what we're going to launch into here when Mike gets back is. is Mike and I um, attended a wedding over the weekend together. You got and, married? Uh, I think we both agree. Wait, you want to set it up a little bit? I think we can both agree that it's the best wedding 
I can agree table to that. We've ever sat at. Absolutely. I, I and the ceremony was will, lovely. The ceremony was lovely. The, the bride was the, beautiful. The 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 the, the, the uh, what's it called? The location. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Fantastic. Everyone there, lovely. The drinks were very good. The table we sat at was glorious. It was pretty fucking glorious. It's like the equivalent of a a, a, a like a, an amusement park ride. For uh, two grown adults Mm -hmm. that lasts maybe you know ninety minutes, two hours. I'll tell you why. Go ahead, Mike. I think both of us are not the kind of guys to be starstruck. Not at all, or to be impressed. Right, and we might be overselling this. Yeah, we're not overselling it. Okay, because (laughs) we left there, and I was very excited, and I didn't know if Anderson was going to share in my excitement. And not only did we talk about it all the way home, but we called each other numerous times, numerous times to go, I wish this would have happened. I wish that would have happened. <laughs> Anderson's, Anderson's sweaty just thinking about it. I'm uh, just, let me, I'll t- let me, let me set it up sweaty. this way. Um, do you know who uh, Fanny Flag is? No. Ever She's like an 85-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with my in-laws yeah. just yesterday, Jillian's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told them the story yeah. about our, our fantastic uh, wedding experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, uh, and a woman named Fanny, uh, who, and she's like, oh, Jillian's mom cuts me out. Fanny Flag? Mm-hmm. She knew her. So Fanny Flag is an actress, and the reason we know she's an actress is because I mentioned my love for Johnny Cash. Everyone at the table knew Johnny Cash. They all knew him very well. Very except well. Except for us. Yeah, except, except for, for us. So, uh, there's, there's three uh, women, right? And one man. One man and Mike and I. It's yeah. a small table. That's all Jillian, there was at our table. Jillian and Atticus are supposed to be there. A nice little high chair set up for Atticus mm-hmm. and a little play placard for Jillian, but they couldn't make it last minute. Our table was sparse. Our table was the best table there, and I don't want to take anything away from the bride and the groom's table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, like Anderson pointed out, a lot of people were eyeballing our table <laughs> yeah. the entire time. The waiters were coming by and like trying to like uh, uh, strike up conversations about movies awkwardly. Yep. And they were kind of like overhearing what we were talking yeah. about. They were trying to chime in, like become a part of the conversation. So Fanny well, Flag, we're not kidding. at first, <laughs> I was like, oh no, this woman's going to be a pain in the ass. She's like, I don't have email. I don't know how this works. This Uber thing, I don't know how it works. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Well, we Sherry are, really jumped on the uh, We are going to be judged to death. Yeah. There was call. No, nah, don't say. Never say. <laughs> Never say the names? Fanny what? goes, oh, I was on the Johnny Cash show. Mm-hmm. I was like. Holy fuck balls. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and she also, she's an actress and a comedian mm-hmm. from a long time ago. She also wrote Fried Green Tomatoes. Fried Green Tomatoes. She wrote the novel and the screenplay. Yeah. What? And yeah. she was on uh, Broadway at one point, and she told us a very funny story about Dolly Parton coming out to yep. see her on, on Broadway. Broadway. Dolly Parton didn't understand Broadway or how it worked, so when Fanny came out to do her, her number, uh, Dolly was sitting in the front row, and she stood up. She goes, oh, good to see you, Fanny. You look so great. <laughs> yep. Great story. <laughs> but also, it's Dolly, so everyone would be excited about seeing that. They're like, yeah, it's still Broadway, though. They'd be like, ah. Oh, you know? Fuck them. It's Dolly Parton. Um, fuck off. Anderson and I... It was pretty exceptional. Yeah. Without being too provoked, we got to talk about both of our projects mm-hmm. in detail. In detail. I and get feedback and get about more questions. With an 85-year-old. I brought it up. Didn't quite get that far. I, I brought it up. Yeah, they might have known by the end. I totally went, I got to tell you the rest. I go, mm-hmm. eh, sorry if this is weird. But by the end of it, we were all swearing. Mm-hmm. And it was super comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, fuck that shit. 
Um, fucking douchebags. That, was that, is, that is a moment when you're with a group of strangers and you like crack the ice and yeah. you're like, oh, we, have we can moment, all say fuck. We yes. have the moment where the ice was cracked okay. though. Like, like Mike identified I'm it. confused in the way in which you're telling the story. It's very circular and kind of We're not giving away the, the, the big. Yeah. Big, uh, you know me, Tyler. You know how I am around celebrities. I don't even like to approach them. I try and avoid like them at all. Wine on their blankets. Mm-hmm. I like to. I like away. to avoid. Well, that's a director. That's a film director. It's a little mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. But I, for the most part, like I try and like not even. Yeah. Yeah. Let them know that I know. The 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 person sitting at the head of our table, our small little table in the mm-hmm. shade. Yeah. Um. I, within like the first ten minutes, mm-hmm. uh, just looked right at him and said, "Hey, by the way, I'm a huge fan of your two most recent movies. Oh, mm-hmm. name them both." At that point, he takes off his sunglasses and, uh, and loosens engaged. up. Engaged, and from that engaged. point on, like it was a fun conversation. He loosened going. up. Be- wow, he loosened up even though you you fanned out. The what? woman fanned we out? we didn't fan out. We were part of the group. The woman sitting next. Oh, to Oh, fanboys! No, no, no. He, he appreciate because I could have gone. Okay, should I just should I? Sit? No, no. The woman sitting next <laughs> to me kept looking at Anderson, going, "I know you from somewhere. You look familiar." Yeah, and I kept thinking, "I know her from somewhere. Yeah. She looks familiar." Probably 45 minutes in, I just reached over and touched her and leaned in and went, I'm so sorry. I just realized who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't going to mean a lot to a lot of people, but if you look at it in the big scope of things. A lot to my in-laws, could tell you that. Mm-hmm. Meant nothing to Jillian. She was nothing. the most. She was the first ever CEO head of a major studio, which and was 20th the most, Century Fox. And the most and successful studio Paramount. head in the in the history of Paramount Pictures, she made yes. over two hundred movies. Eighty percent of them. We're not were saying her name. Are we never going to say her name? I forgot her name. Sherry Lansing. Sherry Lansing. Yeah. All not right, only so, that, she was an actress when she was young. Yeah, and, and she, she had told, great Burt Reynolds stories. She told oh. me a great Burt Reynolds story about how she was like nineteen or twenty, and she couldn't cry in this film, and she's like, "I'm the worst actress ever. I'm going to get fired." And Burt came over to her and completely me tooed her. No, said, no, and she she said that she said that, but then the story she told was not me too. No, at all. I know, but she goes, and I loved every second. <laughs> and I was like, and her <laughs> husband was sitting right there, and he, yep. he well, he, and he's cool as shit, and, and didn't yep. bother him at all. And uh, the she reason- also she also is the only the first executive to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and her handprints in front of Grauman's, and she's the one who got David Spade his. Mm-hmm. And she's best friends with Tom Cruise and Mel Gibson. What did she think about your Burt movie? She likes all... I don't think we talked about the Burt movie. We talked about the Burt movie, for sure. Okay, okay. Towards the end, yeah. Yeah. She really likes the idea. Mike pitched his his movie, uh, his documentary he's working on before I... pitched mine so he, he mm-hmm. got the, the the first say and then came but that back. was courtesy of anderson bringing it up yeah yeah because they said what do you guys do you guys were and wing, i said i'm unemployed each other. and i I'm said like, i'm unemployed thinking we're not going to get into the other stuff but here's the reason why the guy that's sitting at the head of the table billy yeah loosened up bill as we like to call him is because i told him cosby was there hey hey i like i love bug and i love killer joe uh, and it's really impressive that you would come out with those movies so recently after your work in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Most people would have said, hey, love French Connection, love The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. They might talk about The Sorcerer if they're cool. That's mm-hmm. what I would have said. But I brought up his little like indie, like tough Tracy Letts movies, mm-hmm. and that's what made him like, all took right. Took off the sunglasses and took leaned the, in, yeah. and we were engaged. We took off from there. And it, 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 we, it, was, it was like a make-a-wish. It was... It was it was an engaging conversation for at least an hour and a half to the point where... I'm trying to think of the bill that's in Killer bill Joe. Bill Friedkin is the director. W- William Friedkin. Matthew McConaughey's uh, in Killer Joe. Yes. yes. William Friedkin is yes. the name of the, the the man who's married to uh, to Sherry Lansing. And yep. uh, she's actually more powerful than he was back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. But 
some of some of my Sunday. favorite things were he we were talking about Johnny Cash and he goes I had Johnny Cash read these Bob Dylan lyrics for the beginning oh, of this, this film. Yeah, yeah. The hunted. and I said, do you know what the do you remember the lyrics? Two thousand two, the hunted with Benicio del Toro and and, and Tommy he Lee Jones intensely quoted us he woke he waited though he recalled you see this man's mm -hmm. mind working he's an older and it wasn't now, right? one or two lines it just kept going and it gave me chills it was really good he it did it really like good. like he was on stage reciting a monologue now the worst part of the entire conversation this is going to ruin everything for mike i think because i don't know if he realizes <laughs> that this happened but i definitely picked up on it oh no <laughs> i kind of saved it for the show don't ruin it for me <laughs> god I, damn you <laughs> we're talking about uh Sorry if I'm I'm a little distracted. There's why are you distracted? What's going on? There's apparently a bomb threat near uh, Lawrence or uh, near our house, like two streets away. Uh, she has to Suspe evacuate. Suspicious, suspicious vehicle possibly containing an explosive device closed, causes street closures and gold line closure. Evacuations of nearby buildings underway. It's, uh -oh. it's like two streets away. Yeah, you're fine. All right, so back to our story. <laughs> All of a sudden, she just get a text that says "kaboom." <laughs> so we're talking about Burt Reynolds and how he's uh, no longer with us, right? And uh, I forget how it came up, but uh, somebody was saying, you know, it's too soon, or like, you know, I can't believe he's gone. And Mike's like, no, no, he's he's old. He was old. He was old. And I'm thinking, no, Mike, quiet. Like, I think these people at the table are way older than he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. And you're like, no, it was his time. It was his time. He was old. He was old. <laughs> he had run his course. <laughs> All right, now all that was great, and I'll remember it forever. But my favorite moment of the entire wedding was obviously seeing congratulations. We're such a scumbag. Congratulations to D Diana Van Camp, who's no longer Diana Van. No, Camp, she's not. She's she'll Graham, probably keep her name though, like uh, Sherry Lansing. Name? We'll call her. She should keep her name. It's a cool last name. Owen she slash stick the Vandy on front of whatever his. Last I wonder name. if anyone ever called her fish sticks in high school. Why would that be? Vandy Camp's fish sticks. Oh yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah. Wait, what, what movie did I see where fish sticks or filet fish was the character? It was like a meme, and hmm. and then it all came back. Sounds, a movie I saw earlier this year, and I didn't love it. And sounds like another bomb near Lauren. No? By the way, I, I just want to say up front so I can be what the first one that? to give you condolences when your wife gets blown up by a bomb. Uh -huh. Okay. Why, why would you do that? All right, here's the best part, Tyler. Are you, are no, you the gonna, best part. Let go. The best part was the end. Like they were like, how do we stay in touch with you guys? Yeah. How where do we and find we're you? Like, how eh. can we? And we're like, ah, we run into they, each other. Almost, what? Yeah, we're horrible. That, we're terrible. Everyone at the table except for William Freakin, because he didn't get up, gave us hugs, and then second hugs. Yeah. Fanny goes, hey, come over here. I want to give you a hug, and and we talked about some personal stuff for a minute that came up at, at the table. You guys didn't exchange emails or numbers or no, anything. No, but um, Sherry gave us both hugs, and then mm -hmm. at the end. Anderson was outside already, and I was walking by her, and I just gave her a wave, and she went, come over here. I want to give you another hug, give me another, and introduce me to the guy next to her, who Ooh. is definitely somebody, and I cannot remember. I've got to ask Diana who that guy was. Congratulations she to goes, Diana. This is so-and-so, and he was so nice. He's like, hey, he's probably 90 years old. Nice to meet you. And she goes, this is so-and-so. And I was like, I know that name. I know that name. Clint so, Eastwood. His, what's weird about Diana's new husband is like his, his name goes back and forth mm -hmm. from Owen to Ian, depending yeah. on who's talking about him. And whose accent. And whose accent? Yeah. So it's like Owen if you're Irish and Ian if you're American. Yeah. Oh. I've never o seen a name I like that. I called him Owen. I just said, mm -hmm. "Hey, man, congratulations!" All right. Best part of the best part of the wedding, other than the actual ceremony. Oh my god, I forgot. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got the picture back yeah, out. Yeah, now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and I walk into the backyard. We see Diana. She's we're, up on the floor. We're not in there more than 
30 seconds. She's up in the foyer, and uh, we're walking into the, to the house. We wave to her, but then she's like, oh, she has to go get ready because the ceremony's coming up, yeah. right? And we're, we go out in the backyard, and we're kind of scoping it out, trying to figure out where we're going to be sitting. It, it, not even on my mind that uh, William Friedkin might be at this thing, even though I know that Diana Camp's friends with him. You had a Friedkin I, weekend. It was I, freaking awesome. I was just happy to be at, at her ceremony and uh, have Mike by my side because I'm always a little bit nervous in like these kind of situations, especially sit, sitting with strangers. And uh, we're mm-hmm. scoping it out. Did I you wear that. your Indian wedding uh, sorry suit? I did not do no. that because it's no longer mine. So uh, a young man uh, approaches me. I'd say he's probably eight years old, maybe nine. Eight, eight, eight or nine. Yeah. Dressed to the nines. Weird, weird that he was a shy kid and just went right up to Anderson with this. I don't think he was a shy kid. What makes you think he was a shy well, kid? He's not a shy kid at all. When he walked away, it seemed really weird. Well, it's because of what had, what transpired. So this eight-year-old kid comes up, got a smile on his face, right? Looks at me. I don't know why. Mike's dressed in a suit. I'm just wearing like a white button-up, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm the, probably the least dressed person there. Nice. And uh, It's always fun to be that guy. He says, hi. I, I know. I know, right? I'm always that guy. He goes, hi. I... Uh, you I were this definitely p- the least dressed guy I definitely there. was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were also the youngest, and except for we, this kid. We might be the youngest, except for this kid and another <laughs> two-year-old that was playing in yeah. the pool, yeah. No, that's not true. Diana had friends there, and uh, her brother. Oh, yeah, you're right. Day. I forgot about them. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, when you look at it collectively, uh, the, the large sure. group, there was a lot was of like older, the do- older folks. It was like the Dodger game? It was like the Dodger game, yes. It looked very much like the Dodger game. No sombreros. So this young kid, eight-year-old kid, uh, he's holding this picture that I hold in my hand, and he says, hey, uh, I drew this. Would you like to buy it from me? What? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. It was very, very odd. And it was kind of aggressive. I'm like, no. I just got into this wedding. I haven't even found where they had the booze yet. And you're. Yeah. So I begrudgingly like pull out my wallet. And I'm like, I guess, dude, what? How much? I can, this is my. This is exactly how I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, a dollar. I'm like, kind of weird, but all right. Yeah. We, we were not enthusiastic no. about this art purchase. I'm like, here's your dollar. Because I thought it was Anderson and I thought he drew it right then. So but Mike he had says, already did, pre-drawn it. Did he, is that him? And he says, no, I, I drew it before. And Mike goes, I'll give you 20 bucks if you draw me, but it's got to be like this. You got to be draw me completely nude running out of or through the wedding. And the kid just kind of looks like concerned and nervous. He was definitely concerned and definitely nervous. And wasn't sure what to make a mic or the, uh, the, the, uh, I, <laughs> the request. I, I feel concerned and nervous. Here it comes. And I, and I feel bad for the kid. So I'm bailing the kid out now. I gave him his buck. And now, you know, we got, we got a business relationship. This kid mm-hmm. and I, right? Yeah. You got a client. So client. I'm like, Hey. Mike, you don't, you, don't, you don't have to draw him completely naked, though. We can keep it, uh, you know, he appropriate. Goes, you can put a Speedo yeah. on him. Yeah, you, you, we can keep it appropriate. You can, you know, draw a Speedo on him. And Mike just cuts me off. He goes, nope, i got to be completely nude, and I have to have a very large penis. And his delivery was so fucking perfect that I just lost it. And I stumbled away in, like, painful laughter, Tyler. Like, it was the funny. It might be the funniest thing I've ever heard Mike say. And this man is I honestly a lot of thought we were going to get kicked out of the wedding. I seriously did. I he stumbled went right away to an laughing. adult and told him. And then I come back 30 seconds later, later after I've regained my, my composure and Mike's looking nervous and he says, he's over there telling me to that, to that, to that guy. <laughs> and there's like a grown adult who is getting the lowdown from this kid who's kind of like pointing in our general direction. <laughs> Mike says, nope, I got to be completely nude and I want to have a very large penis. <laughs> I didn't think it was weird at first. Mike, what? Is there part of your brain missing? That's my favorite thing he's ever said, I think. part of your frontal cortex. And he said so many great things. At first, I didn't think it was weird until after the kid went and told on me that I was like, "Uh uh-oh. And he was misinterpreting everything that uh, was transpiring between this adult uh, and the rat fink kid. Yeah, I thought he was telling him to come back and punch me was telling him what to do and I could I could hear well enough that the uh, the adult was saying, "Well, you better get to it. 20 bucks. You better go get to work on that." And Mike's like, "See, he's he's telling him to come punch me. You see that?" Because he went, "You better go, you, you better get him. to it." 
You thought yeah. you thought an you adult thought was, <laughs> was telling an eight year old <laughs> come over, to go over knock my block off punch <laughs> yep. punch me the, one in the, the grown man at the wedding for asking him to draw with a crisp him twenty dollar bill penis. in his wallet. That's what you thought was happening. Yeah, that's what I thought was happening. Mike uh, I don't know a lot. what's weirder, that you told the kid that it must have a big penis or that you thought the kid was being told by an adult. No, no, no the big penis is way you. weirder. Way, way. I don't know. And the, the fact that he said it so just like, like just point blank, no errors, no like, he didn't put any mustard on it. No, it's like yeah. he just said it like it was such a perfect delivery. It, it like was such all- a perfect take. It's gotta have a it was huge. A good, it was a good wedding. It's almost like as a, as offensive as it could be, even though you could say much grosser things. Like yeah, just yeah. the just the. <laughs> it was just vintage Mike Carano. Vintage. Like it, when I'm trying to explain Mike Carano to people who have never met him like, yeah. in the future, I will tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I think that's the. I think that's the kind of shit why people invite you places because they're hoping that might happen. Yeah, yeah like, I don't think this was one of those. It's places. like when you go to Dodger Stadium, you hope you're going to get an 18 inning game yeah. or a, a, a perfect game or a, you know that kind of shit. I love that it went twice as long exactly. It, hey, it made my tickets feel feel twice as absolutely uh, cheap to half as cheap. Because well, if it went half 10 innings, expensive? that wouldn't be that big of a deal. But no. 15, not that big of a deal. But 18 is. When did you find out it was a record? God, it was exhausting. Uh, people started to get like texts and stuff. And I then think they announced, text. Then they announced it on the on the. On did the I board. break the news to you? Did I did I let you know? Was it me? I, I don't know. My phone was everything was coming in all. I was talking to up. Jillian. Uh, we were like driving somewhere, and I was explaining to her how jealous I was that uh, you got to to do that for your dad. Mm-hmm. That I always wanted to mm-hmm. do something cool like that for my dad, and I, I don't think I ever got the opportunity to, to like actually invite him somewhere like really cool and take him to some. I always thought that I would have a chance to, and I never did. So, congrats to you on that. Yeah, trip. that's pretty good. Thanks. It was very fun. And you, I'm glad that you guys lucked out and got to go to that one of all the ones. It I just was a don't lot think of I standing. could sit next to my dad for seven and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my dad's just a bigger version of, older version of me, so it's, mm. you know. Lots of puns. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you, what's the name jokes. of your, do you have a title for your movie? I, I was, I got to, like, I was in a really weird space after the wedding and that, a good space. Like, yeah. I was creative. I do have a title, but I don't think I'm going to stick with it. I was like, uh, I, was, I was thinking, and, and the time it took me to smoke half a cigarette, I came up with, with five possible titles All for right. the movie. All right. Can I pitch them? Yeah, lay it on Can me. Can I tell them to you? Lay it on me. I got them listed five to one, too. You're going to pitch them now? Yeah, I'm going to pitch them right now. What do you think of that? Because I have Death is Funny, and then That's... the second project is Fuck You. Hmm. Wait, you have two Blunt, projects? One forced. Yeah, he didn't know that. He might be making three. Well, I know one of them is the. I don't know what I don't know what I can say. He's so. making a movie uh, about death, and he's making a movie about making a movie about death, or mm-hmm. not making a movie about death, and everything else that he's doing instead of making the movie right, about right, death. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. So the the, the main it's focus like a Russian nesting doll of kind of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bomb threat. Uh, still and going? at the bottom, it's just a it's a picture painted by there's, an eight year old of a naked guy running through a, a look. This is a, a robot. Yeah, there's the robot. Wait, she took a picture of the robot? No, this is on the news. Oh, my God. Is it really only two blocks from you? Uh, Yeah. Well, two two big blocks. Why do they think there's a bomb in it, I wonder? Because everyone's on on edge because uh, of of, uh, Debbie Wasserman. Hey, you know what I would do if I was you, Ty Ty? Because we're in the middle of an after disaster right now. It's Mm. important. Very important. I would put that in my phone every every, three, four minutes that I feel a buzz. I know it's, it's good. Because she's still, you know, texting. If you don't hear a buzz for like five, six Unless minutes. Unless it's a buzz from someone else saying something terrible has mm. happened. You need to come home. Because mm. there's some problems with my. <laughs> your theory? Your, your... All right, here are, my, here are my pitches for Mike's documentary, which is about the funny parts of death, right? Okay, yeah. So this is for yeah. the, the this is for the base. The main one. The base film. The yeah. biggest nesting yeah. doll. 
Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Here, and I, the, the the first one is kind of I, I had to round it out with the top five because that's what we do on the, on the film vault. Okay. So you okay. Know, do we need take to... the first one for what it is? Number Not that great. five. Death. But I'm bump. Okay. See, it's a little number four. Death, a joke story. Okay, my fourth favorite. Number three, the hilarity of death. Okay, not not bad. Mike hates this. Are these better than Death is Funny, which is what it's called? Death is Funny is a little bit blunt, but okay. Uh, Number number two, dose. Death, the last laugh. Okay, that sounds like a horror movie. And then it's my favorite and one. It's my favorite one. Mike, take it. Might take a minute to grow on you. The, okay. the number one title that Mike is definitely not going to consider naming his film. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Death walks into a bar. Mm, That's not too sure. I like that one. I like that one, <laughs> I like that one a lot. Yeah. I came up with all those <laughs> while smoking half of a cigarette. By the time I was done with half a cigarette, How long like, was I that couldn't cigarette? think of any was it other a, ones. One hundreds? No, it was just a, a regular yellow American. These cigarette. are my thinking cigarettes. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, when when? When Diana's husband, Owen, Eowyn, Eowyn, was up there speaking, and he said, uh, "I can hardly wait to grow old with you," and William Freed can just burst out laughing. Yeah. he's like, ah, ha, 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 "Just wait, <laughs> yeah, you wait." Yeah, <laughs> he's the only one in the entire <laughs> wedding party that laughed in, at any of the tables. How many people? It's probably about a hundred people, uh, maybe a little less, because mm-hmm. this was like the uh, the ceremony luncheon, and then they ha- opened it up and had a bigger like uh, nighttime party that Mike and I were too yep. old to go. But to we attend. split because William Free can split, and then, I split because Jillian was I never uh, see him again. For, I have a be, feeling if if uh, as as I like to call him Mister Freakin MySpace and Miss Lansing. Mrs. Lansing, if they would have said, we're coming back for dinner, are you guys going to come back? We would have been like, fucking hey, absolutely. I'd still be sleeping on the couch, but yeah, I might absolutely. be. Uh, huge thanks to Diana Vandekamp, who's absolutely. done quite a bit for us and uh, yep. the program and the film vault over she the sure years. sure has. But, uh, this is the biggest solid she's ever done for me personally. It was yeah. really, she could have put us at any table. And I think tell, from, from what Diana's telling me, um, she did that just as much for them as she did for us. Huh? You like that? She That's was hoping she that, that we penis. were a little nervous. Like we I were wasn't that nervous. I, I was shockingly not nervous. I don't know why I wasn't. I should have been. Yeah, I don't know. So for those of you who might not be appreciating the full effect of this, he William Freaking and he did The Exorcist, which everyone's heard of The Exorcist, and I, I probably the greatest horror movie ever made. Possibly, I think Possibly. it's my number one horror film uh, ever. The scariest movie I've ever seen. Maybe it's because I'm a. Time, I don't know, bro. You ever the seen era. The Purge? And then uh, he also <laughs> did The French Connection, which has the greatest car chase sequence you'll ever see and you can find uh youtube interviews of him explaining how they did that and how little uh permission they had to do most of it and they didn't have permits and And i absolutely and a lot of those people (laughs) leaping out of the way of popeye doyle's car uh, in fear were like (laughs) weren't even plants they were just people walking real people and gene hackman (laughs) was at the wheel but i that movie for for real that movie's in my top 10 for me He's also like, uh, can be seen in YouTube videos uh, just lambasting Nicholas Whiny Refn. Uh, it's uncomfortable to watch where he, he's just. Uh, oh, you know what else he did that mm-hmm. I already knew because I heard him do it in an interview. He told us about the Basquiat pictures. Basquiat, yeah. Basquiat, the, you know, when he was a young artist, he brought him a bunch of original paintings, like an entire. He sent it to him. But yeah. Was big, he, Basquiat was a big fan of William Freakin, so he yeah. sent him a bunch of original a rear, like like a lot papers. of them, like ten of them. So he basically and, gave him like fifty million dollars. No, and, yeah. and he told us exactly what I already knew. And I had told this story to somebody less than a week ago. I swear to God, I because they were telling me about what a huge fan of his they were. What Basquiat? Basquiat. Basquiat. 
and I went. There's a great William yeah, Friedkin oh, you story. Mean biscuits, biscuit, ba- yeah, basket, yeah. Biscuit. John Paul biscuit. But he, um, William Friedkin, told us the, the story in the most simplest fashion, which was he goes, they were on my desk, and I just went. He's in like, the trash. Didn't think much of the paintings. Right the in pictures, the trash. And I put them right in the trash. He's like, that <laughs> he was goes, probably $20 million. $20 million. Dollars right, right in the there. trash. Oh, that's Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I was leaving, and I was saying, hey, we're doing top five uh, uh, most offensive uh, lines on, on those uh, podcasts that I do uh, next week. Because uh, on the Patreon episode of the Film Vault this week, we're doing top five most offensive lines, and mm-hmm. we're actually bringing in clips and stuff. It's going to get ugly, probably. And he goes, I got 10 great ones I can give you right now. The reason why I brought it up is I said, I think the, the Exorcist might get uh, a little uh, a little nod there. Yep. Probably, probably be my number one, honestly. The, probably the most offensive thing I've ever heard in any movie comes from Linda Blair's character. Your mother. Yeah. Yeah. You should Let rewatch. Jesus, uh, yeah. You should rewatch. Hey, why am I giving this away? You this should rewatch like Kick-Ass to pull one out of there. Are there some in there? I guess there's some. It's like a, it's an like an eight-year-old girl running down the hall shooting people on the head and mm-hmm. calling them cunts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's like, take that cunt and just yeah. bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I guess. All right, so I mean, it's not quite like he's like, I got ten for you right now, right off the top of my head. I'm like, I'm like, feed me, feed me. What are they? And he's like, I can't, I can't, because he was talking to some uh, nice lady who uh, was the uns- she created unsolved mysteries, what she told me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how how some people are just so easy it's so easy for them to bring up what they do and what they're known for yeah and it's so brutal for me to talk about anything but it wasn't when i was sitting at that table for whatever reason. it was a magical table it, it really was, was a magical table it was and it was in the shade and uh and, and yeah we were in the shade and there were people next to us <laughs> just oh, it was burning like, to death like in the sun my wedding oh, yeah my yeah and billy and i got up and we actually moved the uh the the umbrella so they're like mm-hmm. <laughs> the people next to us started getting fried but our table is taken nice. care of <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no way are we letting them sit in the sun. And yet, you have no way to get in contact oh, with these so people. Have nope. you seen Bug? No. Or or I'm Killer going, Joe? I'm yes. going to They're watch both. Intense. Remember I'm going Killer to Joe? Watch both. We t- I talked to him about the uh, the, uh, the the chicken leg uh, yeah, scene, yeah, yeah. and I said he I, lit up when I, Anderson brought up I, Bug. He that's when his sunglasses came off, yeah. and he was like, I'm into the conversation now, and he's. St- Stayed engaged, and the it whole wasn't just time. like, "Oh, this guy likes me." It was yeah. like, "Oh, he watched a lot of films." He if he it. saw these, when I was talking to him about Tracy Letts together, wrote it. It was just great, but it, none of it came. What close. did Bill think about the penis trap? We, I didn't really, you know, I brought it up. Look. I mentioned it, but Sherry heard it and Fanny heard it more. Yeah, I went. I, well, there's more to the story. I than was that. really concerned because Sherry started saying, "Okay," because like there was some speeches, and then uh, yeah. came and then it settled down. And Sherry's like, "So what? Uh, what is your movie about, Anderson?" She's like, she was like really interested. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh no, she's asking me this." And and Bill, Billy's talking to Fanny, and yeah. he's not going to hear anything. Yeah. And then thank God, Ian got up, Owen, and he gave a speech. And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then. That speech ended, and then we came back, and, and Billy was uh, no longer talking to Fanny. Uh, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the story. So there's a guy with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two guys, two dicks, one penis trap. I need a sales agent, sales producer. Any any sales agent, sales producers out there? That, that's, uh, that's that's what I need. What are we to, talking to, like? To, top to, sale, uh, mizzen mast. Kind of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm approaching and, and sending lots of emails back and forth to, Starboard, to many people. Uh, Starboard that are be sale. At the AFM. Hey, looking for a guy with a short sleeve collared shirt, wearing a clip on tie. Got that message that, that you sent to us while uh, we were at, uh, at Diana's wedding, Tyler, from that person on Patreon that uh, was very nice to say yes. that they wanted to pick up another day. Very kind. I, I tried to log on to Patreon today and it would not let me. It sent 
an email to you, I guess. Oh yes. Saying somebody's saw trying to get on. Trying to hack into our Patreon. That was me. I assumed it was. I you. wanted to, to thank him for that, but mm. somebody wanted to pay for an extra day or part of an extra day for me to shake more hands. But Sunday's the only day I can go because I'm a stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. I dude shake hands with a baby. People love a baby. I know. Uh, people love it when you shake a baby's hand. I thought about bringing him actually, and then I'm like, this could go really wrong really quick. Like if he's just having a bad time. Plus, people are there to do business. Like, yeah. You know, hey, he's a cute kid, but it's like really fuckhead. You brought a kid to business. Yeah, I wouldn't bring the kid to that thing. So there's, there's two different kinds. There's, there's people that are buying movies, and there's people that sell movies, and there's people that sell movies for you. And I, from the more and the more that I learn, and the more I read, and the more I research, uh, I, I'm probably in a position where I need to l- meet a sales agent, somebody to do business with, not just on this film, but but is it, is it just an agent well. that sells movies, or is it a specific thing? It's like a specific thing, like a sales okay. producer, like because there's three different types of producers: the, the creative producer who goes out there and finds a story or writes a story, like mm-hmm. I did for themselves, and then there's like the uh, the producer that really budgets things out and like a line producer almost, and they they really figure out exactly what you know. They hire the right people to yeah. work on the movie, and then there's a the sales producer, the guy that can go out or girl that can go out and like it, they can sell anything. They just happen to sell movies. They they really Really know the ins and outs and they have a bunch of connections and that's what I've thought that I've needed since film school I kept hoping that somebody in my film school would go on and become very good at that but none of them have and you're hoping you didn't rub them the wrong way back in film school? I'm sure that I did I, I, in fact the one woman that I wanted for her to become that she ended up she was gonna become a producer and I remember I saw her at a uh, I think it was a nine inch nail no Depeche Mode concert and I was hammered and she's like, hey, I got into costume design. And I'm like, fuck that. You're supposed to be a producer because I'm going to need a producer. Yeah. And she was really offended by that. I don't mm. know why. Hey, any bombs go off yet? I'm checking. God, I hope this doesn't happen. Mm. 10 block radius is cleared now. Okay. You know you know how badly I, I want. And I don't Wait, wanna, do, I don't is Lauren be being evacuated? No. Then, then you're lying about the two blocks. Lying. Lying. Because... Do you need to go, dude? No, I don't think so. Not mm-hmm. yet. If can they want to head home? down here and you guys can hang out in Studio City, you're welcome to hang out here and not and watch the TV that doesn't work. They you said, don't want his family here? It's just, you know, it's a bomb threat. So she said the news yeah. said, uh, it's normal for the bomb squad to show up and check out anything that they get a tip on, but the way they're reacting now is unusual. The robot came out very fast. They're evacuating everyone quickly. They're not letting the helicopters fly below 3,000 feet. And they brought up the hospital, but they mentioned that they haven't asked the uh, hospital to evacuate yet. Why don't we pause, let you call Lauren, mm. and then let's bring up a live feed on your... Okay. Yeah? All right. It's we'll a good right idea. Back. Which one's pause? Oh, and we're back. We are back. My family We were just watching gone. a little bit of a live KCAL 9 News Actually, 8 shopper. CBS 2. The, the bomb site is eight mile Eight miles. Eight, eight minute an walk. An eight minute walk. From my house. It's very close. To and they're showing us the evacuations that are in process and the freeways are full. So getting home might be interesting for mm-hmm. for your boy. That's a very calming feed actually in the background though. When you're not. You got to explain what it is. It's a helicopter it's shot kind of just cruising. Oh. That was, uh, that was jarring. <laughs> and then they have an internet that's commercial. An ad for herpes. It was a beautiful scenic shot dry, like flying high above Los Angeles. One of the bummers of doing this show, uh, you know, a bit of, of a delay, as, as is the case when you do shows like this and then post them, is like we were talking about the uh, the bombs that were sent 
few weeks ago or yeah. I mean, a few, oh, last yeah. week and then the very next day right before we posted yeah. this show like they, they caught the guy remember you're like there's no dna and then the next morning he's like they found him from dna yeah. <laughs> well uh, the uh, initial uh, report about my call that it's got to be a, it's probably a trump guy with a it seemed too stickers. obvious that too seemed too obvious to me and his his uh it was obvious i think tyler was like how what are the chances of him uh having a, a maga hat i'm like it's just too easy like that, that, that's like what the odds were. I'm right? glad you brought that up, that live aspect, because I've been looking into ways we can broadcast this live. Well, and we can. I don't. What? We can. Yeah. Yeah. We I can. don't know how, though. I want to do the line out there so we have the mix, the yeah. proper yeah. mix, but I don't know how to get it into a machine to go to like YouTube Live or Facebook just Live run without it. video. You just run it into the. Just run it in. Run the, it in. There's an you input. You can have a static image. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I don't have a microphone input on my computer. Mm. Yeah, I, I would like to take calls at the very your, least. Your headphone, can, your headphone port is a is a yeah. It's a two way street line. In. Is it really? Yeah, mm-hmm. two way street, buddy. Interesting. I didn't know that. But you got to make sure you get something. It's, I think it's TRS. I think is the uh, format that Apple uses, which is opposite. From so what else. should we go with? Like YouTube Live? Oh, we should go with off air conversation. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and should it be a Patreon thing? Sure, probably. But that would make the audience even smaller, by far. I just like I like the idea of being able to talk to the listeners again and mm-hmm. being able to like, you know, take live calls Me and too. veering I, off. I looked into it today, and Leo Laporte's solution was like two thousand dollars for some application, nah. where you can like live mix it and do all this stuff no. and send a feed out. I just thought we'd use that line out on that H six. Ty Ty's Mister Hack Around shit like that right into the com- right into my laptop, and we'll go YouTube Live or Facebook Live or something. Oh, we can just go back to the old studio and just pipe it. Okay, I still know how to route. We could easily go to the old studio and just pop in there. I'm especially, just afraid of... Especially if Asifa's still there. Afraid of getting... Uh, How fucking funny would it be just to roll up to the old Loveline studio? We should. We can. We could. And if it's the same security guy, go, oh, we got permission to record tonight. Go in there and just flip the switch and start Anderson. Wait, we were... <laughs> I love Asifa. Asifa, definitely... Uh, Let's go stone gaze. I, I don't want to talk about that. Hey... What happened to the feed, and what was that feed about? Like, so we turned on the CBS two live uh, helicopter feed. It showed like it was a beautiful shot of an ugly situation, which was like a little robot, like five alive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, looked like a spider. It looks like uh, Johnny Five, a metal spider from Five Alive. From what? What was the name of that movie? And Short the White Circuit. Van. Short Circuit. And a beautiful shot, and and stuff was happening, and then uh, all of a sudden the, the helicopter pilot just starts talking like some shit to mm-hmm. some Twitter yeah. people, yeah. pulls back, shows all the fucked up traffic, and then just slowly and and and, and uh, cleanly starts cruising uh, the the mountains, and it, it continued to go away from I, the, I, the scene. They might have been bingo fuel, you know. Uh, look at you, yeah. a little bingo fuel, yeah. fuel, a little yeah. bingo fuel. What does that mean? I'm gonna guess not much fuel left. What, is, what, what, what does the bingo mean, though? How does that play oh, into it? You find out on the Patreon a bonus episode where, uh, bonus ignorance, where you hear the uh, terms. <laughs> bingo <laughs> fuel. Is that really a term, Tyler? Yeah, it's when they're running out. They say bingo fuel? I don't know why. Bingo fuel. Maybe because uh, a light pops up and then like, it makes a bingo line yeah, like, on be. the dashboard. Could be. Like, that's, the, that's the last one. How long can they stay in the air? Two hours. Hey. <laughs> We're not going to be able to do the uh, bonus episode uh, or even the 15 minutes that we had planned because Ty Ty should. It's going to be a bummer because there's no, there's bummer. Be fleeing. There's no, there's no stakes to this because people will know the outcome. There's no tension. Well, they probably have never even heard of it because there was nothing to it and it's Mm -hmm. not going to go national. Yeah. You know, 
The well, the ATF is on scene. ATF so. and FBI, so maybe they might not be. Uh, it's, it just said federal authorities. They're saying credible. Then I, then I saw ATF. Credible so. threat, though. I don't know if FBI is there, but yes. It says the, the, the ATF is there. Mm-hmm. Do you think tobacco is going to come into this somehow? <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy. Yeah, we got a moonshiner. We got a moonshiner. It's shiner. alcohol, tobacco, fireworks. Right? Yeah, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture on the internet of what I thought was the greatest way to Die. to hustle booze during prohibition. And, but unfortunately for these folks, nope, the picture's right in that book right there on my shelf, actually. It wasn't on the internet. What's going on? I'm confused. It I'm was a truck room. loaded with wood, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't loaded with wood. There was like two by four stacked as high as the roof of the truck. Mm-hmm. It was an open truck. Do they have dogs that could smell alcohol back And they then? had a fake yeah, they were called door I- on the it. Irish cops. There was like a bunch of the ends of two by fours that opened I'm up. I'm telling and they put you, all the he's got inside. some so whiskey on like there. a truckload of wood. So it was like a, it was like a log cabin, essentially. It was really great, de- a great design. It was like a log cabin. Yeah. Officer Owen, Ian, yeah. Officer <laughs> I- Owen, you smell that? <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, sitting in traffic the other day, mm-hmm. as, as you do out here in LA, right? Yeah. I don't know More so I when there's a bomb threat. Talk to you guys about this, but like my, my, I, I've been having some lower back issues that it's bound to happen. Uh, in my later, you know, as I get older, well, you broke uh, it. You broke it. I once. broke my my back, technically twice, and you know, there's a ton of metal in there, and my uh, upper back is fused. Like three of the vertebrae are fused. One of them's even missing, and my lower back's overcompensating for the uh, the fused part. The fused part that's static and it can't yeah. move or twist. So my lower back, and I got some issues. I got like the opposite of lumbar. Like it's overcompensating because of its tiny penis. The worst thing that I can do is put the lumbar uh, in in into effect. Because really? I, oh, I, gotta, I love that. I thing. gotta do the opposite. Like so my back is too lumbar. Maybe the worst thing you can do is talk about your lumbar on a podcast. Too lumbar. Lumbar talk. Lumbar. So I'm sitting there in traffic. I was talking about lumbar. Like it was getting so bad there. The for lumbar on the back of that fake truck to to run booze. Lumbar, lumbar. <laughs> I was. It was so bad, guys. There for a few weeks that like I every time I get out of bed, like I couldn't stand up straight for like the first twenty minutes till I got out of the Is hot shower. Is it a shower. sharp pain or just like a? Achy? It feels like a, something's gonna snap. Like achy, if I breaky. stand Ooh. up Ugh. straight, and I actually went and got a. Have you seen a medical professional about that? I'm going to, but the first time I can get in is November nineteenth, so I got a, a while to wait. Uh so I'm sitting there in traffic and it's it's flaring up and it's really really hurting right and I was I and I was thinking about like oh god what like what if this leads to me not being able to walk like mm. and then I was like thinking about Jillian and Atticus and like how shitty that would be for Atticus to have a, a, a dad that can't you know like play catch with them properly mm. or do this you can and that still play catch from a wheelchair but I want to you know I want to be able to play around with them and stuff yeah probably get strained your back when you do that and then I went from that thought I went to like. What would that do for like my my film career? Would that would that help it? Would that hurt it? Would I be able to make another? Would I be able to do something? Like that's how my fucking brain yeah. works, and that's how badly yeah. I want it. I get it. I get it. It's a I little like it. bit gross. No, it's not gross at all. It's um, but I was like, kind of kind of shocked. Your that's where I went. Lightning bolting. Is what I, I kind of I was kind of shocked business. that where that, that my mind went there, and uh, a little grossed out by it. And then I went back to like oh, Atticus doesn't have a dad that can walk, and I feel mm. bad for him. Well, back problems. But then I went like, how could I use that to, like, be like the 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 the, the, the guy with a tragic backstory, but he made a film. How could I exploit? Yeah, but you can also <laughs> you can also look at it from a positive point of view. Like I you broke my get back to, making the cut film. lines at Disneyland. Mm. You never have to stand. Mm-hmm. What? Why are you leafing through a book? Tyler's just sitting over here looking concerned, trying to find the picture of that the feed. There it is. Cut out. What was the How picture? How rad is that truck? That I mean, it looks to, like a to, shed. 
And it's cool though, isn't it? That, that's a good place to Does hide booze, really man. Look... All right, but this is a audio. Podcast. I know, but it's we got to take pictures of that and pictures of the. Uh, do you want to take pictures of that, Tyler? The, the piece of artwork that, I, dark? that do I, I bought. Do I want to or will I? <laughs> I like. Is, is that where you found that picture, Mike? Yeah. And that's what you. Uh... My internet was out, so I had to look at a book. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was a fucking. Well, what was with the LAPD showing, like, just pointing his gun right at the? Yeah, that's, that's on the that's opposite a, page. You don't even do. notice that. You know what this book is about? Los Angeles. Why would you buy that book? I didn't. It was a gift. Who would buy you that book? Uh, that looks like a pretty great book. Actually, Tashin. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I don't know who bought it. For probably me. a lot of Tara. Probably gave it to me for Christmas or something. The a old few years LA. Ago. <sighs> All right, kids. Should we? Should we? Should we? Uh, weird, weird episode. Sorry, sorry, everybody. I gotta say, um, I'm concerned about the welfare of your family. I think it's gonna be okay. <laughs> I think it's gonna be okay too, because the the odds. Like, how often do bombs actually go off? No. But, you know, if it's chemical, that could be a, a thing. Now you're making Tyler freak out more. I never even saw it. Like, when they showed the live chemical. shot, like, it was just a U-Haul. The lock. robot was right next to it. Well, it, but that, that that was like a weird little I yellow thing. I am the thing. bomb robot. No, it was next to that thing. Was I will defuse the bomb. No. Wait, oh, do the robot, does the robot defuse it or does it just look at it? No, I think the robot, like... They use it to like agitate like, things up and like has like yeah cameras and shit. I don't think they diffuse it with the robot. Like spider arms don't come out and start taking. Get, cut <laughs> the red wire. No robot green wire. They have to get uh, cut red wire. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> they should have a robot, robot here, a hero robot that uh, there's a sun, put, oh, there's throws the, itself on top of the. Is bomb. it a U-Haul? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it a U-Haul? Oh, I thought it was a white van for some reason. Again, it's I was a white say, U-Haul van. Don't buy a white van. It's ever, at a U-Haul like how much depot? You know how many regrets I've had about our 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 our, our, our magical lunch, Mike. Well, I've had I, many. Like I'm yeah. like, I, I've cringed a couple of times. Like, like I'd like to go, talk about ourselves. I'd like to go back. We did only talk about ourselves. If there were so many questions, That's I would have liked so to ask the man. True, but like, like that also makes it kind of funny that we just talked about <laughs> ourselves to <laughs> the former president of Paramount Pictures <laughs> and. As you said, one of the greatest top three living directors. No, I said he's probably one of the top. He's in the top ten leg- legendary living directors. I would say mm-hmm. top fifteen at the the least, but I would say probably top ten. You know, you got your Coppola, you got your Scorsese. I mean, if you really there. wanted to break down the lunch, it was, um, hi guy who directed The French Connection and The Exorcist. I'm a uh, I'm unemployed working on a movie about death, and he made a movie about two guys with their dicks in a finger trap. <laughs> oh, and we asked that eight-year-old to draw this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. naked <laughs> yeah. with a big That is schmaltz. really what happened. No, we were carrying the conversation, and uh, we, were, we were directing it. Like, but we, we were, were talking we were about if we, could, if we knew this was going to happen. You guys happen, were like talk show hosts. We would have yeah, psyched ourselves out because I would have had to have read his autobiography. Well, no, Diana comes up to us uh, when I'm trying to figure out what table we're going to be at. Yeah, Actually, we're looking for our table. The way I... I, I, I I was nervous just being a you know social event, so I, I'm immediately talking to the lady that's like you know in charge of the coffee and the Jamesons. Yeah, he was. Uh, you were definitely talking to the lady who's in charge of the coffee and the Jamesons. And I was like, hey, do, do we can we figure out where where we sit? And she goes, oh, well, just give us your name. And and she's oh, you're sitting over the, that table. And before I can why even get the over lady there, serving coffee had a list of names because with table it was their job to direct people back to their okay. their seats where I just they were going to be. Wow, she is over prepared. So. Because uh, I would have been like, I don't fucking look at the tables and your name's written on the table. Diana catches me and she goes, hey, just to let you know, I put you at Billy's table. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Mike, let's go out front. I got to smoke. 
and we went out front, and uh, Mike's like, I'm getting nervous. I'm, I'm nervous about it. I'm like, ah, don't be nervous. It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. It, it's, actually, when I first saw him, I was excited because he was going to- He sat he was, in front of us. He sat and they got up at the moved. ceremony, and then he got up and moved, and I was like, oh, I was going to be able to say that I sat right behind William Friedkin yep. at a wedding, yep. and then he moved, and little, then it, got, and then it became know. so much better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So much better. Because there was like, so yeah, Diana told me that after the ceremony. Are we boring everyone to no. tears? I think we might be. <laughs> no. I think we might be. It was. I know we're boring poor Tyler. Who's got I like did a not expect to leave there. He's living out before our eyes. So giddy about this event. And I really thought you were not going to share in my enthusiasm. It was just going to be me going like, oh, that was the coolest thing ever. But we were both like giddy. And then Anderson kept calling me going. And another thing I forgot to say. And I was like, there's yeah, maybe like shit. seven or, or eight people like directors that i would like to sit at a table with and yeah. he's on that list for sure he's on the, but the living fact directors. That we also got to engage with fanny and sherry and yeah. sherry yeah yeah and colleen we didn't even talk about colleen i know who was colleen i don't know she's like the mystery I don't know oh. but i do need to figure she, out i was sitting right, right next to colleen and, and she was sweet as can be i'm sure she does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tune in next week and find out oh, patreon patreon subscribers will will find out who colleen is what was I going to say in the beginning of the episode? And uh, oh yeah, that I was trying to uh, work in. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, no. <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks. Wait, for, let's, uh, st- let's keep the show going for like four more minutes while I text Diane, Diana, and see if she knows who the old guy was. She's uh, she's married and she's uh, working on the marriage. I'm sure she's owing with Owen right now. Like, leave her. You really eight. think it's been like a nonstop fuck fest since the wedding? <laughs> Uh, I'd like to reply, but I'm fucking my husband. Okay. Thanks. I, I don't know that's if nice. that's really that's appropriate. Nice. Oh, Diana, if you're listening to this, I would like to let you know that uh, Mike's initial plan for a wedding gift for you was pickles, mm-hmm. and I talked him out of it. Hmm. <laughs> Were you there for that part of the conversation? No. You weren't. You left early last week. Um, you, okay, you let me tell you something. If they're back in stock, Mike was this like, week. Oh shit! If they're back what in stock, what am I going to get for them for their next wedding week gift? Show, I will and I have said, some of these pickles. I love you pickles. So I'm excited. Said, I found the best I said, pickles I've ever down, had in my life. Down. I said, you know what? You got a year. Don't sweat it. And uh, you know, I'm sure they're registered somewhere. I'm, I'm saying the appropriate things. And Mike goes, and his, he got that gets that look in his eyes, like his eyes wide open, because he's, like, he's got an idea. He's like, let me tell you. I went to this place down the street for cheese, and they were supposed to have the best cheese, and he's going on about the cheese, and then somehow he diverts into pickles, and he loves them so much that he got like four jars or something. They're all gone. He went back to get more, and they're out of stock, and he's, really, did, he's really depressed now because that was his great idea mm. for a wedding gift, and then he realized they're out of stock. I can't get her pickles for her wedding. Mike has been looking a little briny. <laughs> <laughs> and he was 100% serious like oh I thought of the perfect gift do you know how nice pickles need to be for them to be a wedding gift or how bad the wedding needs to be for them to be a wedding gift does uh, Zach like pickles um, he takes them off of his burgers so Atticus know. loves like the little uh, dill pickles yeah. and it's the cutest thing to like have him crunch them and eat them yeah. like little crunches Yeah, and he takes like like, like a bite and just pickles it's very cute oh but I love Zach, him eating pickles Zach won't eat vegetables right now uh, he doesn't eat vegetables, but he eats pickles. Except for some carrots. That's why you got to go with pouches. They don't know about the pouches. They have no idea what's in those magic pouches. Pouches. Mike. Yeah, we're not going to find out what's going on with Colleen. I'm trying to, I'm keep saying, I don't know his name. He was very old. Very old. What very you, old. What are you talking about? I want to figure out who that guy was that she was talking to. Oh, I thought you were going to find out who Colleen was. Oh, my God. That's what I was supposed to send her a text oh, about. No. Jesus. Jesus Christ. All right, let's uh, okay. let's wrap this up so this guy I'm can gonna go. save his family from certain death. 
Okay, let's give it one minute for her to text back. I don't think <laughs> they're gonna detonate it any minute. He has no. Are concern. they really? Yeah. Oh man, I wonder how much. Wait, those, why, why don't we I wonder watch how it live? Much the deposit on the U-Haul truck is going to be after that. Well, the helicopter's not overhead. Let me see well, if I can find another feed. I'm sure there's other helicopters though, right? Eli Broad. Broad. He's one of the biggest developers in the world. How would you know his face? I don't know, but I, um, I don't know if we should be disclosing all this. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Too late. <laughs> like Broad? Like the yeah. Broad Museum? Probably. Hmm. He um must be. She goes, this is Eli Broad, and he got up and shook my hand and said, nice to meet you, young man. And I was like. Your name sounds very familiar. Is that what he did? Did he develop? Was he an American entrepreneur? Eli Broad is an American entrepreneur and philanthropist. He's the only person to build two Fortune 500 companies in different industries. Yeah. Is this thing over yet? He's the 65th wealthiest person in the world. And my new friend. Oh yeah, he he founded that company KB Home that builds houses and stuff. That's why I know. Ooh, yeah. And he has something to do with Forbes magazine. Are you watching live right now? No, I'm trying to figure out where to pull it up. Why are we still recording? I don't know. It seemed like the I the, I wish I wouldn't have brought that guy up now because it just seems cheesy. And this is the worst way we've ever ended the show, with essentially a TV on in the background, and we're just trailing off. I'll say 31 seconds. Okay. Who is that? Why is she talking? Uh, I was hoping they're, they're the going feed. to detonate a bomb and, we could and watch they're, the they're having a live woman on, read on, right on, now. On the show. Oh, no. This is but that's a not sad happening, story. But you sadder have story than the bomb I think story. it's on an app and I don't have it. So I don't know. <sighs> All right. Well, that is an unbelievably bad picture. <laughs> okay. This is the worst. Uh, this really is. I, I say that a lot. Half joke. Did you did you find it? Oh yeah. Uh, well, KPCC's Facebook has a we'll live. Pump it in. Authorities have told us they plan to detonate the device soon. We are standing by. Oh, they take forever to do everything, right? What is that sound that I hear? Is that is that helicopter? Excavator. It's an excavator. Do you know Blippi was in Culver City on Saturday? What? What was he doing in Culver? His new K-Swiss shoes that are coming out. Dude's just raking in the cash. He's got K-Swiss shoes? Yeah. Who is that? Blippy, Blippy, Blippy shoes Blippy? for kids? Yeah. yeah. Who's it's Blippy? That, it's, that, it's that modern day clown that uh, our sons are obsessed with. Yeah. Zach's being him for Halloween. So is Atticus. He's got the hat and everything. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Your sons are both being the same guy for, yeah. for Halloween? Yeah. Huge shout out to Kevin Jacobson and AJ for getting him the, uh, the uh, Halloween costume. Is that the, the, the that's the, that's the best the thing you could find back there of the bomb exploding? I don't know, dude. I tried KTLA after try, KKL9 sure let me down, and CBS was just like hovering, uh, you know, going away from the bomb. This guy's talking. Raymond. They've also set an evacuation area that covers 
Raymond all the way up here to you know what this is? we're standing. This is the LAPD just being like jealous that they we don't have hurricanes and they can't like mandatorily evacuate Pas- people. Pasadena PD. That's what it is though. Like they're jumping up the air. All right. All right. We we have the live feed going on, uh, and I'm bored all suddenly. I know, but it's supposed to be boring. It's a bomb explosion. What? They're which gonna... which van is it? I, I don't know, know, man. I don't know, but what is that yellow thing? What is the yellow thing? The yellow thing is the stop sign they put behind your U-Haul when you return it so they don't uh, bump into something else. The thing why next is, the, to it why is, the, is the bomb robot playing with the yellow thing? That is the yeah. stupidest bomb robot I've I ever know. seen in my life. It's like, eh, hey, yellow thing. Uh, I must look at it. <laughs> no robot. The bomb's in the truck. I like yellow pyramid. <laughs> Look They're at like, that. we really should have built some controls on this that we can handle. Isn't it funny that the bomb robot looks strikingly similar to the uh, the Mars oh, oh, rover? It, 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 it. What? Oh, that's the thing? Is it welding or something? This is a replay. It's Some guy's like, you just blew out my fucking briefcase, assholes. It's Jesus. a pillow or something. It's nothing. Oh, shocking. Nothing. It's a pregnancy pillow. And they thought it, it looks was a like bomb. One of those. Couldn't some woman have gone, that's a pregnancy pillow. Well, good news, Ty Ty. They, they should allow people to start driving again. Yeah, I'll be able to yep. get home. I'm glad they have that left uh, feed going, too, which is the most boring feed in the history of feeds. <laughs> it's just a long right, shot. We got the bomb robot on one side, and we got just an empty street on the other side. With two cops just sitting there. Hey, Mike, all right, check your uh, text, and let's get out of here. All right. To turn off that guy's mic if he's coughing. Okay. Uh, is this the worst program we've done in a little while? Yeah, uh, There's some good stories. Probably. Sprinkled, sprinkled through. Yeah. It's upsetting because like Mike and I were like uh, locked and re- loaded with uh, we were excited and you had the, the eighteen game in in game and uh, felt like eighteen games. We could just wrap the show. We could just cut the show off like fifteen minutes ago. But I kind of like so it's over. They they blew up a pillow and <laughs> now forty thousand people whatever can start Lauren's creeping forward on the freeway. Said that they're not sure it's over. They may no- still have to clear all the trucks. They should let that robot go over and shoot that spark thing at some tires of the U-Hauls to see what it does. <laughs> all right, let's let's put this. Oh, no. What if the robot gets loose and starts detonating all kinds of shit? <laughs> it's like, must shoot the gas tank. <laughs> like, Jesus oh, It's like when you take a samurai sword out, you don't you don't sheathe it until it's <laughs> until tasted it's, blood. It's yeah. Is that true? Must detonate. Wait, they're talking to a guy. What's he saying? And I'm bald, and I loved Kojak growing up. No one could see this. He just said that the investigation is going to go on through the night because they're out there. They all had to leave their, their, their families, and now they want to get paid. Yep. And if anyone wants to hire me to consult on your movie about bomb detonating robots. He does look like the guy that's in the EPK package about, like, everything in this movie is accurate to the yep. way that we do it. Yep. I, you can tell he's serious because he has a suit and tie on, but he put a regular jacket on over that. <laughs> that is the look yeah, of uh, the windbreaker. You got the tie, the jacket, and then you put the uh, big old fucking windbreaker that has something on and the back. You always back. have your badge showing. Ty, Ty, how long is it going to take you to get home, you think? Have well, you checked ways? Usually 20 minutes. It's I checked like 10 minutes ago. It still said 20 minutes. So 
I'm I'm on the other side of it, so I might be okay because I'm kind of sneaking in the back door. I love the idea of the the uh, detonator uh, robot having to detonate. Just goes that's like a software glitch, and it's like, man, I'm not blowing this thing up. This is cool. They always keep on hand a couple like uh, Piccolo Pete's, just in case if they if they're like, come on, boy, come on, boy, back in the truck. What if the robot's like? I just figured out I will blow up if this blows up. <laughs> Abort mission. They're like, this is your job. I quit. You can't fire me. I quit. They're like, motherfucker. All right. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We appreciate it a lot. Uh, we, we'll make up for it with Patreon. Next week, please, let's do something Absolutely. For, for extra Patreon. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Why? Yes. 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 Yes.